Welcome to Apparently Speaking, the podcast from Northeast Ohio Parent Magazine, with your host, Miriam Connor. Hi, and welcome to Apparently Speaking. I'm Miriam Connor, and this is the podcast series from Northeast Ohio Parent, based in Cleveland, Ohio. Twice a month, we'll go beyond the pages of our parenting magazine to expand on relevant, enriching, and humorous topics, including some fascinating guests. This episode is sponsored in part by Lawrence School, where great minds don't think alike. For the one in five children who have learning differences and attention deficits, Lawrence School is a transformative place that removes barriers to learning and unleashes their true potential. Welcome to Apparently Speaking, and I'm so excited today to have Dr. Sam Munyar to the show. He is a sports psychologist, and so welcome to the show. I'm really excited to have you here. Dr. Sam Munyar is the president and founder of the Center for Peak Performance. As a sports sports psychologist, he works with athletes, sports teams, executives, and organizations to help them achieve peak performance. He's worked with the Ohio State Buckeyes, University of Akron Zips, Washington State Cougars, Cleveland Browns, Olympic gymnasts, and numerous professional athletes from various sports. So welcome to the show. Thanks Pretty for cool job me. you have there. It's fun. Pretty cool gig. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds really cool. I, I was like, wow, that's that's pretty impressive. I, I think that's awesome. Um, so there's so many things I want to talk to you about. I probably too many for the time um, when we're talking about kids and sports. Sure. That's such a huge, I think, issue, range. There's so many things we could get into. Um but I, I was trying to decide, well, what are the main things, you know, I'd like to talk to you about? And I read some of the articles um, that you wrote. And definitely, you know, I'm really, I, the one that really connected with me was the one where you talked about mindset. Mm-hmm. I read that book several years ago, and I love that book. Um, I'm, I'm totally into the mindset. And I believe that, as you said, all parents, teachers, coaches, everyone should read that book. Sure. And I agree. So I definitely want to get into that a little bit. So um, first of all, maybe you could just give us what do you think the benefits are of kids playing sports in general? Well, I mean, I think from a one from a stress relief standpoint, I think it's great to get get away from the stresses yeah. of, pa- of their parents or school <laughs> or siblings or whatnot and, and get out um, and just get some physical exercise, mm-hmm. especially today with kids sitting in front of the TV or video yes. games. And um, so I think that's that's one um, two. The kids just don't have enough unstructured mm-hmm. play, I agree. and and so you know I think as part of sport, I think it's important that we do give them some free time within that sport to to have that, to learn to problem solve, mm-hmm. to learn to get along with people. Um, so I think, and then from a confidence standpoint, what better way to build confidence than yeah. to set goals and achieve them and see the improvement? It's just another another way to do that. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, and like you said, I, I think that the kids are spending way too much time, you know, sitting and doing, you know, first of all, I, I feel like school's hard. You know, they have a lot of stuff to do, a lot of pressure on them with school. So you have that. And then I, I, I think a lot of kids spend their free time not being physically active. Sure. So I think I agree, you know, something, find what, find what they like, find something they can get into and get that physical activity. And research is out there even on how important, and even for the brain, you know, just that physical activity, how that influences the brain. So what about uh, mindset? And and some people listening might not have any idea what we're talking about. So give us a little background on that. Talk about that, how that relates to kids and sports. Sure. So Carol Dweck wrote this book called Mindset. And, um, you know, I guess it, it's probably a classic book at this point. It's not that old. I hate to use yeah. the word classic, but it's you know it's, it's well re- it's well referenced in school and in sport mm-hmm. and in parenting. 
Um, and really what she found in some of her research was as young as the age of four, she was observing kids play. And they would give kids puzzles, and sometimes they give them a choice. Um, you know, do you want this really hard one or do you want this easier mm -hmm. one? And she found that some kids would gravitate towards the really difficult ones, even if there was no way they'd be able to figure it out. And they would respond with, oh, this is great. This is something new. Uh, they were actually saying these mm -hmm. things. I, I love the challenges, and I loved – and then other kids would gravitate towards the really okay. easy like ones. They that, knew they would be successful, exactly. so I'm going to do that to have that sure thing. Exactly, and, uh -huh. and probably well below their, yeah. their ability. Mm -hmm. And what she found was that people were falling into one of two groups, and one was the, – the, the former she called the growth mindset. Mm -hmm. They actually looked for challenges. They wanted to learn. They wanted to grow. They wanted to develop. The other was what she called a fixed mindset. And the fixed mindset, they were so intent on proving their abilities that it was such a blow to their confidence if they couldn't mm. succeed that they would they would strive towards things that they knew that would be able to accomplish. Okay. And a lot of times they would even do the same thing over and over and over again rather than taking a risk. Whereas the growth mindset saw it as an opportunity to learn. Okay. And, and as she continued to do more and more research, she found that, um, you know, she was finding that people would fall into one or two groups in a lot of different settings. The good news is it can be changed. Okay. Um, so it's not like you are set with yeah. one or the other, and, and it's a process that can be changed. Okay. So, so maybe like a kid who has an opportunity to try out for a, you know, quote-unquote better team or the next level or something, maybe they, maybe they don't really want to because they feel – hey, I'm here and I'm doing great, or I'm the top dog on this team, Absolutely. so I'm finding the success. I don't think I want to go for that because what if I don't have that same success kind of thing? What if I'm not, you know, as successful there? Yep. Then that's where they're, they have that, you know, fixed mindset. Instead of saying, like, which we all would want, you know, our own children to do that, you know, hey, no, I'm going to go for it. Even if I'm not the best, this is going to be a challenge for me, and I'm going right. to work at it and get better. Right. Yeah, yeah and I think – uh, most of us would want that, right. yes. Uh, when if we were honest and we took a step back, but yeah. when we all get caught up in the emotion and the yeah. excitement of our kids playing yeah. sports, I think sometimes we forget what it's all about, it's a and good point. and it becomes about winning yeah. or my kids scoring the most yeah. goals or the most points. And, and you said most of us would want it, but you no. Know, now that you just said that, it's like yeah, most of us would. But then I, I I agree. Like what you just made a great point. You know, yeah. But then our parents okay with, you know not your kid not being the top dog on that team because on this team or whatever it is or yeah. whatever they're doing now or with this sport or whatever it is they're having that success and they're getting that sure. you know those accolades and all that so maybe yep. we fall into that as well and don't push them maybe because we don't want them to be you know absolutely low on the totem pole right. so to speak on, absolutely uh, yeah something so else as parents as point. coaches we just need yeah. to take a step back and and, and check in with ourselves yeah, sometimes that's a great that's a great point and that that actually leads really well into something else i was going to ask you about which everyone has seen and you know i think it's easy to fall into but you know the old you know parents living vicariously through their kids and all sure. that and i'm sure you've seen that a lot and so how does that affect the kids? You know, what what kind of damage could that do you think cause to a child if it's maybe it's not something they really want to do or maybe they did love it but now they hate it yeah. because mom or dad are just like over the top with it. Right. Yeah, I mean there are there are just I'm sure everybody can think of exactly. stories, right? Yeah. I mean you I can see that person on the sideline yeah. and you're like, "Oh my gosh." I mean to this <laughs> I, I can still remember, you know, two incidents as a kid. Um, one in oh, soccer wow. and one in baseball that are still very, very um, 
clear memories of fights between parents on the oh, sidelines. Wow. And you and remember that. I do, you know, to, to this kid. day. Yeah, so um, that was a big impact. And then once as a coach, yeah. um, where one of the parents got into a fist fight with the opponent coach. And this is like um, youth sports we're talking about. Youth sport, here. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and so, um, you know, I think everybody can probably has a story sure, like for that. Sure. Which, which is a shame. <laughs> it is. Um, so what do I think happens? You know, I, I think I think uh, the, the kid can can feel conditional love, conditional mm. acceptance from their parents that I'm only loved, I'm only accepted uh, by my parent if I'm if well. I'm doing well. Mm. And 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 then what is what is doing well, yeah. right? You know, a lot of times we define that as points or right. you know get, getting the accolades and as opposed to working hard and having a positive attitude and being mm. a good teammate. That right. you know. It what doesn't it, show on the scoreboard necessarily, no, it but it's that is really what's important. Sure. Yeah. And then you think about, you know, for me, pr- one way to define pressure is trying to control something out of your control. Mm. You know, if you're trying to control something that you have no control over, you're going to feel pressure. But if you go in focusing on things that are in your control, mm-hmm. you're going to feel a lot less. And, and, and when you start to focus on things like points and um, those accolades, which yeah. at the end of the day, they're not in your control. I mean, if you don't get the ball, if, yeah. if, if you know, your team's having a bad yeah. day or you, or you go up against the, yeah, pass you go, the ball or yeah. something. Yeah. Or you go against a better yeah, team. Yeah, someone's right? better. There's <laughs> always going to be somebody better. I tell my kids, like, yeah. someone's always going to be better. So, Absolutely. You, know, you have to, to deal with that. Yeah. And so yeah. eventually, you know, we suck the fun. We suck the yeah. fun out of it for the kid. And, you know, the, the, the research is just showing that, you know, the, the burnout rate, especially mm. by, by the age of 13, is just staggering. 13. And so, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's so young. And, it is. And yeah. And do you think that's because a couple of reasons, um, a couple of questions about that. Do you think, one, we're starting them way too young? So they're burning out and also because because of that, like it's not fun right. anymore because of the things you mentioned. It's just right. we're focusing on the wrong things and they ha- they feel pressure. So they're like, we don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I think I think that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the, the the push for for specialization in sports okay. is a big factor, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, as a parent, I, you know, and as a psychologist, I know that. I know the benefits of multi-sport athletes. Okay. You know, so we know that multi-sport athletes are more successful as college athletes, but also as as business people. Those who perf- those who stick with sports, period, but also multiple sports are going to be more successful Why in life. Why is that? Well, I just think I think more situations, more settings, mm-hmm. you, you'll okay. you'll learn you'll learn different things, and we also know that they're more physically healthy. And I think yeah. because you're working different muscle groups. Okay. Uh, so you know that, but then there's this pressure from society, from the youth sports organization yep. that, okay, so, you know, to, to do the AAU, to mm-hmm. do the club, to do the travel. Um, and if you don't, then your kid's yeah. not good enough. That's right. You, gotta keep up, you, up, yeah, you have to thing. keep up with the Joneses yeah. and, and it's easy to fall into. It I've is. fallen into it. it. Is. Uh, Me too. And, and so, and then you're traveling every weekend. <laughs> and so even though you know that they should be in multiple sports. Yeah. They're practicing twice a week. They They're gone all weekend. You can't. Mm-hmm. And there are certain sports organizations that if you don't commit fully, mm. they don't want you or yeah. you're demoted. And, right. and, and, and these so, are kids. And these are kids. These are kids. So I think I do think that the specialization is, is, is a part of it. Yeah. Um, I do think the pressure is intense. It's immense. Yeah. I think the the club and the travel in the AU has become so flooded. Much. Yeah, I, um, I know people that and they, they're like every night of the, literally every night of the yeah. week they have a practice and they're gone every weekend. Now, they say, yeah, but 
they love it. He yeah. or she loves it. So what do you do in that kind of situation? Right. If does the kid truly love it, and if they're saying they love it, is it still too much? Yeah. Or like, you know, what do you do? Uh, you know, so my challenge to them is yes, and you know, you want them to keep loving it right. too. So, you know, something that I've tried with my kids is that they have to do at least a second sport. Okay. And it doesn't have to be at the same competitive right. level Just as rack or something. It, right. Yeah. So so my son for example, you know, you know, he he was no no no, I just want to play soccer. Okay. And I said, you know, I want you to do something. So he chose he when he was younger, he he had done gymnastics oh. and so he he picked it back up and he doesn't compete. Sure. He just goes once a week. Has fun. As fun yeah. and and it's and he's building muscles to me, yeah. you know the kid's ripped, you know. So so <laughs> Ooh, I need so, to try that. Exactly. I'm gonna get his so, schedule there. Give so, me his uh, yeah. routine. And, and you know, and, and his sister does it, and it's something you know his sister's who's younger is better at yeah. than he is right now. But and he's okay with that. Right. And, and he's so he's doing it for fun. He's There's doing no it for fun. Pressure. There's nothing on the line. He's just he can just go. I mean, I'd imagine. He feels like he can just go and have fun. There's yep. no, he's not worried about scores or right. you know this tournament or that. He's just enjoying it, which I think is Absolutely. important. Absolutely, and I, you know, I think varying team sports and individual sports yeah. teach you different things, and so. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't have to be, you know, if you're playing, you know, travel baseball, yeah. you don't also have to pick up travel soccer too, right. but you know, can can you do something, you know, whether it's just once a week or something to yeah. it'll only make you better at that sport that right. you love and that you're I like that. Yeah. I oh, my son is plays, you know, premier soccer and he loves basketball as well. He loves a lot of sports. So sure. he plays rec basketball because it's you know, low commitment. He loves it. And I mean, he would like to play more. It's just, you know, with the time, but, um, he's in fifth grade, but I had, you know, I've had, I had a parent say to me like, well, do you think he'll want to try out for the seventh grade team? And I'm like, well, maybe that's mm -hmm. a little ways away if he wants right. to grade. And well, don't you think he should be playing, you know, travel or higher, you know, I'm like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, he, this is, you know, I, I'm just like, that. then you do, you start to yeah. think like, I, I don't oh, know, should he? I'm what if he wants to do that something. he can't yep. make it? And because these kids have all passed on, you know, so you yeah. do have all these thoughts, you know, like. Right. It's just. And then the college scholarships oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> right. you know, I, you know, so I, we all, we all watched the evolution of Tiger Woods. Right. And, you know, talk about specializing at, yeah, at, the, at the age of, you know, point. two years old. Yeah. and. Yes, it worked out in some ways, but in some ways, not in a lot of ways, right? Not in probably the ways you know it worked out, you know, sure. in sports for a while, but not for you know yeah. a lot of other ways. Yeah, and, and so, so <clears throat> what if you feel, you know, and I think a lot of people feel that we have to, you know, sometimes we don't look realistically at our kid. You know, that happens. Right. That's it's hard. You know, everyone thinks their kid is you know wonderful, and they are. But how do you know? Like, what if you feel like my kid really does have that something special? Mm -hmm. He really, do, he really is a Tiger Woods or yeah. whatever. You know, what do you? How do you know? First of all, and then should you? What should you do if you feel you know? And, and others have said you know, yes, sure. they are definitely you know unique in that in their ability. Right. So you know, I mean, I think that's yeah. rare, but it does happen. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. It, yeah, I mean, I guess not it depends rare, on but the I mean, age, I don't right. think it's not. Maybe as many as sure. many people may think of their own children. Yeah, for for me, it's you know, are are they are they going out and on their own, mm -hmm. unprovoked, and Dude. and shooting right. baskets? Are they Practicing. go? Are they working on skills? And are they working on skills that are weaknesses? And are they trying to build build okay. on them and to grow? Right. 
That's the mindset. The growth again. mindset, yeah. exactly. And are they doing that completely on their own? I like to me, that. that's that's the difference between a want and, and a desire. Okay. Like, you know, I you know, the example I always use is I would, you know, I'd like to be able to play the guitar. Sure. I, it just looks really cool, right? <laughs> and I've picked it up twice for a day. Okay. And I put it down. Okay. It's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 so that's I don't. Your, that's your fixed mindset, exactly, by the way. <laughs> exactly, right? And so to me, I I want to be able to play the guitar. Sure. And if I could wake up tomorrow and play the guitar, love I'd it. love it, right? But I don't desire it. Okay. If I desired it, You'd be practicing. I'd be doing yeah. it. And so so example. is the is the child going out there and doing not because the parents pushing them, yes. not because the coach is pushing them, but are they doing it on their own? Because they want to. But even then, I think it's important to not specialize in sport mm. because it will make you better at whatever that sport is. Okay. If you work on other muscles, if you learn other skills that you can come and bring back to that sport. Should you ever specialize? Is there is there an age like is there a time when, you know, you really kind of should? And I know sometimes in high school they kind of have to choose because maybe the the um, seasons overlap or they can't do this and that. So, I mean, is there a time where you should? Yeah, I mean, I think every kid's different. Right. So so I don't know that there is a hard and fast rule. I mean, again, the research, if you look at college athletes getting scholarships the the majority of them played multiple sports in high school so 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 whether it's a football player who also ran track um and again they might be running track just to make their football speed better right but that's okay Uh. um you know so i I don't think there's a hard and fast rule but but for me i i can't see I, i I think you're doing a kid, your kid a disservice by specializing before the age of 13 or 14. Okay. So, okay. Um, At least. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. What about, um, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned before, you know, a kid should go out and maybe practice these skills and do these things, whether it's shooting baskets or whatever it is, you know, on their own because they want to. What about the parent who kind of forces or bribes them to do that? Like, yeah. hey, you, you know, just like you have to do your homework, you have to go shoot 100 free throws or, you know, whatever right. it might be, um, or they either make them or it's a bribe. You know, yeah. if you do this, then you get, you know, ABC. So what about something like that? Sure. And I, I, I'm sure we've all been of guilty course. of doing this, yeah. right? Yeah. Look, you know, if, if you score three goals, <laughs> I'll get you ice cream on the way right, home or, right, you know, right. I'll let you play, you know, the, the you know, uh, the claw game or what, whatever, whatever it might be. Game, yeah. right? so, <laughs> so, um, so there, there's a phenomenon called the over justification effect. And what, what it says is that if you take something that it, that is intrinsically driven. So if a, if a kid in this case is doing something because they love it, um, and then you over reward them with extrinsic factors, mm-hmm. whether it be trophies or whether it be ice cream or claw game, or money. Mm. I've heard that on the sideline, okay. you know, it's, oh, oh my goodness. Um, then what's going to happen is there'll be a shift and right. the kid will then start to want to do things for the rewards, okay. not the internal rewards of the satisfaction right. of the growth, but for the money and the ice cream and so forth. And eventually those rewards will lose its power. Mm. And at that point, the kid will no longer be motivated to do the sport. So I think we have to be really careful in the rewards we're using and the language we're using um, in terms of, you know, what are we re- and what exactly are we rewarding? Are we rewarding things that are in their control right, and, that's a good and, point. And, and so forth? So um, the bribes kind of c- con- concern yeah. me. And again, because if the kid is doing it because they love it, you shouldn't need to be right. bribing them. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And it goes back to what you mentioned earlier, like just that 
conditional or unconditional, you know, love or being proud of them? Is it, you know, it didn't happen. Right. So I'm not getting that money or whatever, but then are my parents disappointed or whatever it might right. be because I didn't, that couldn't happen. I didn't, sure. didn't make that happen in that game or whatever it is. And kind of goes back to what you had mentioned about that earlier. Sure. So yeah, it's yeah, I mean, important. It's kind of, if you think about parenting style, so you, you know, you've got the, you got the real permissive on mm-hmm. one end and then you've got the uh, authoritarian on the end. And you know, and all the research talks about in the middle, the authoritative style is really the way to go. That parent would, talk to their kid after the game and say, hey, you know, how'd it go? And I was really upset that I, you know, I I missed three out of four of my free throws and I feel like I let my team down. Well, then it's problem solving with Mm -hmm. your child. Okay, so, you know, I get that. That must be really hard. So what do you think you could do? You know, what'd you learn from that? What what do you think you could do to make sure that doesn't happen again or to increase your confidence or make you feel better? Well, I suppose I need to practice more free throws. All right, well, you know, what, what, what do you think is realistic? Or what do you think? And and it's problem solving with your child. So now it's helping them figure out the solution. Mm-hmm. Um, then they are part of the problem, part of the solution. And now we're teaching kids to be problem solving yeah, like adults, that. you know, with, mm-hmm. without right. us forcing them to do it or, or on the other side saying, Hey, no, you're fine. Oh, you know, you know, right. no, it didn't, it, you know, it, yeah, it's right. Fine. Now, you're the best. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. For the one in five children who have learning differences like dyslexia and attention deficits like ADHD, Lawrence School is a transformative place that removes barriers to learning and unleashes their potential. Serving students in grades K through 12 from more than 80 communities throughout Northeast Ohio, Lawrence School empowers students who learn differently by accepting and affirming the diverse ways they learn, supporting them through their academic journey, and motivating them to excel beyond what they would believe imaginable. The result of these approaches is that students who previously struggled in the classroom are suddenly engaged, motivated, and confident in their ability to be successful learners. Discover the many ways we are reimagining school at www.lawrenceschool.org or by calling 440-526-0717. Lawrence School, where great minds don't think alike. Sam, I, I love all this stuff. I could seriously, you know, talk to you forever about this. Um, and I, like I said, I have so many things that I want to mention. So I feel like I'm jumping around, but it's because that you're so good, and there's so many, you know, things I think on this topic that we could definitely keep talking about. So another thing, you know, we talked about, you know, the bribing and all that kind of stuff, and that just doesn't work. You know, it's not it's not the best idea. Put it that not way. Not for long term, right? Not for <clears throat> long term, right? So what about? And I think we've all seen the kid where. They they don't want to be there. They mm-hmm. don't want to do this sport, whether it's young age and they're crying and the parent has to force them on or whatever, or even if it's just, you know, they get a little bit older, they, they don't want to do that. They've made it clear, mm-hmm. but the parent says, you have to do this. And I've had parents say to me, well, it's because, you know, they have to do something. If mm-hmm. I didn't make them, they wouldn't do any kind of sport right. or anything. So w- what do you think about something like that? And maybe the kid just isn't, Maybe sports is not their thing, right? Or should we should we kind of encourage or make or whatever the word is them do something? What do you yeah. think? Well, I mean, I, as we talked about uh, towards the beginning, I think physical activity mm-hmm. has so many benefits physically and psychologically. So, um, does it have to be organized sport? No, of course okay. not. Um, you know, it, it could be it could be you know running with mom and dad, mm-hmm. right? But um, I do think it's important for kids to have physical activity. I think it's important for them to have 
unstructured play time. So, um, you know, I, I think it's important to explore with the, with the child, you know, what their what their resistance is, what the hesitation okay. is. Is it, you know, is is it because of that fixed mindset and mm-hmm. people are going to hate me if I'm I'm really bad at this? And or is it something else? You know, is it because I they don't know anybody? Yeah. Uh, you know, the social aspect is really, really important, too. So maybe it's finding an activity that they have friends doing, too. Right. And then, hey, you know, it's it, it's so I think it's really important that we sit down and we don't assume. Okay. And we, and we have that conversation. We try to figure right. out what, what, what is, is the whole that you don't like. Exactly. And maybe we could find something. What What is something that you do like? And yeah. maybe there's something. Or how could we make it more yeah, likable for you? That's a good you, point. Right? Yeah. Um, because, be yeah, we've all, we've all seen the kid crying. Totally. Doesn't want to be <laughs> there. Right? Dragging him out. Exactly. Like, oh my gosh. You have to do this. And, <laughs> yeah. Right. Or, and, you know, maybe, oh, maybe it's because I remember growing up, my brother was five years older and he seemed to be just great baseball player and a soccer mm-hmm. player and and um and i just felt like i could never live up to that uh i couldn't okay. live up to it in school i couldn't live mm-hmm. up to it on sports and you know i remember my dad saying to me you know we're just gonna we'll just keep trying things and something oh. you'll find something you know good and dad. i did good i dad. did you know yeah. and and so i think you keep keep trying keep trying, keep trying new things but it doesn't it isn't going to necessarily be the thing that maybe you want it to be it may not be you know and sometimes that's hard <laughs> for us you know because we might think Oh, I love, I would love for them to do this, whatever this sport may be, or I love it. So they will, or the other sibling did it or so, right. It may be something that maybe you don't have any knowledge or experience with, you know what I mean? But then that's going to be a time for you to, to learn that, I guess, you know, so be open, I think to to whatever it is that they, they can get into. Absolutely. And, you know, and and again, be careful what you're reinforcing and which, Mm. you know, probably one of my recent proudest moments you know so i was helping help coach my son's soccer team and mm-hmm. he uh he, he didn't have a sing- he didn't have a goal in this game and no uh, ice cream yeah, right exactly <laughs> right and uh and uh during the game he leans over to me and goes dad this is a lot of fun oh and you know like wow he I, didn't yeah he's I not was, basing it on no i was so goal. proud that yeah. uh, that and, and when you step back you're like this isn't that what this is about. Right. It's about having, having fun, fun, right? And um, and so that was really great mm-hmm. that he was able to, um, you know, connect having fun and and separate it from yeah. scoring goals or even winning and and so forth. Oh, so. I love that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, we've got it. You're you know, right. that's, at least for that moment, that's we have, right? right? Yeah, you'll take it. You got to <laughs> right. take the win. Yeah. And so, what about also? You know, we talked about kids like with that mindset, maybe like not wanting to try for something harder or whatever it is. What about, you know, maybe sometimes I've seen this also, I'm, I'm positive you have, where maybe the kid is, they're fine, but maybe they're they're placed on the wrong kind of team. Like maybe it is too much for them and maybe they should take a step back. But if the parent, you know, maybe there's some resistance there. Sure. And then that's hard, you know, it and then that's hard. hard for the kid even too. But maybe how could you handle a situation like that? And yeah. is that better for the kid to kind of take a step back than be struggling? Sure. Yeah, I think if we looked at it objectively, yeah. we'd probably all say it's better yeah. for the kid to take a step mm-hmm. back. But when you're caught it's up when it's in your it, your child, yeah. It's tough. It's I mean, and you see it with, you know, maybe they're getting quote unquote demoted from yeah. the A team to the B yeah. team or or they're they didn't make a team or, <coughs> or they, something. Yes. So they need to try, you know, 
go for a different kind of team or something. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and 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 then you know, how do they how do they handle that when their yeah. friends are asking, "Hey, yeah. why don't you play this anymore?" or the parents' uh, friends are That's asking. That's right. Sometimes right? it's a big social thing for the parents. You know, the parents become friends on these teams and stuff, so then they're kind of on this other team now where they didn't make it, and that yeah. can be tough. You know, so to me, experiences in life are all about learning, mm-hmm. and, and, and so we have to – we have to process those events with mm-hmm. our kids and with ourselves. And so, so hey, what did we learn? Right now, you know, there's some things you need. If you, this is what you want to continue doing, mm-hmm. there's some things you need to work on. And and do you want to continue doing this? And if so, how can how can we work on those skills? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to try something else? Or so I, I just think it's important to just process those experiences and those emotions. And and yeah. what what do we learn? What what are we going to take away? And try not to take it kind of personally. Try not to try. It's hard. Yeah. And Michael and Jordan didn't. You know, he yeah. got cut from his yeah. high school basketball <laughs> team, right? So so that one turned out just fine. I think so. he, I think he's okay. I think <laughs> so. he did all right. Yeah. <laughs> right. What do you think that? And this, I think, this, you know, what do you think we should be saying from the sidelines? Should or shouldn't be saying, if anything, you know, we see the range. Yep. Some parents don't say anything. Some just yeah. clap and cheer. Some go crazy. So, what do you yeah. think is the healthiest for our kids when we're on the sidelines? So, I, I, I think, uh, from an unhealthy standpoint, okay. I think trying to coach from the sidelines. Uh, okay. Um, most of the time, um, you know, it. For one, it's it could be conflicting with what their actual coach Definitely. is trying to tell them I've to do. I've seen that right? too, right? And it can distract the no, no, kid. Who do I listen to? Exactly. Mom or dad or the coach I've got. And you can see the kid kind of look both ways sometimes, and they're like, ah, you right. know. Exactly. Um, so so I think that. I think um, yelling, uh, um, criticizing, berating them, um, oh. you know, it certainly – I think, again, if we stepped away exactly. from objective, we would all agree. Of the right? moment. <laughs> it's it's, yeah. not, it's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. Um, I, I think being specific, you know, so when to say good or nice job, but okay. what, what was it that was good or a nice job? Okay. So, so, you know, hey, that was you know, great hustle up the field. Okay, great attitude um, great today, or I like how you passed it to so-and-so. Something so specific exactly. rather than, wow, you played awesome today. Right. What about it? it Absolutely. Was so awesome. Absolutely. Okay, like, that's um, a good thing to You remember. know, I, I think, you know, reinforcing things that are in their control, like mm-hmm. we said, attitude and, and effort, um, you know, um, communication, mm-hmm. that's that's something in their control. You know, so so those are things that, that I think you you want to praise, you want to encourage. Yeah. I think those those are healthy Um at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with being quiet on the sidelines too. Yeah, and, and it's, good point. It's, it's hard. It's hard for me. I'll admit yeah. that, but it's something I've tried really hard. I've had to check myself because, mm-hmm. you know, when I watch my daughter, I'm not coaching her team, and and I have coached and I am coaching, and and so it's hard for those it's coaches, hard. those dad coaches. Yeah, it you is. Know? <laughs> it is. And so I, I I've tried really hard to just bite Not my tongue anything. and yeah and I, I think probably the worst thing you could do is say something that's wrong um yeah. that is in conflict right with what the coach is trying to right. teach them to do so after do you <laughs> think it would be better just to like you said just give them specific praise mm-hmm. do you think it's 
okay or good or whatever the word is to appropriate to say like hey you know you, you were you know i loved your attitude whatever it is given but like maybe like and then you kind of sometimes it's hard for us not sure. to give them tips like yeah. maybe next time maybe you should you know i remember when my daughter was swimming and sure. it was like and, and I, I like look back and i'm like i don't know anything about swimming but i was like <clears> hey <throat> make sure you do and i'm like trying to tell you know and it's like right. maybe i shouldn't have even said that you know what i mean maybe yeah. you'll go faster if you you'll make sure you kick you, you weren't kicking your legs you know, your feet as fast as you should have. Right. So maybe that wasn't, maybe I should not have said any of that at all. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure she didn't listen from a good anyway. Place, right? yeah, <laughs> probably not. Nobody listens to their exactly. parents, right? Um, probably it's coming from a good place, right? You, right. you want to help. Exactly. But but if you think about the long term, what are we trying to do as parents? We want to mm-hmm. raise kids to be able to solve their own mm-hmm. problems. And so rather than that, my suggestion would be to help them figure out what went well, help them self-assess mm-hmm. and then help them problem solve so that that's a skill that they can build and they can they can now okay. take we talked about the benefits of sport i mean there's so many life lessons you yeah. can learn in sport and apply elsewhere so so you know the, the dreaded car ride home right, right? exactly so what is that what should that look like <laughs> you know um i i think hey, asking that hey, how, 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 how do you think it went today? Right. You know, what, what do you think you did well? Okay. What do you think what didn't you go so well? How do you, how, what did you learn? You know, mm-hmm. um, what do you think you could, how do you think you could, you know, uh, prevent that from happening again in the future? Yeah, or like how can you replicate that yeah. performance in the Especially future? Especially giving them the ownership too. <clears throat> you of are. Like, you know, how can you, what could you have done? Absolutely. Better. And like you said, some things were out of their control, but what right. could you have done? I like that rather than like, hey, here's a tip. Exactly. You know, from me. Right. <laughs> and I really don't know. No, I've never done it. But here's a tip. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Here are my tips, you know. So rather than just kind of put it on them, what do you think you did? Yeah. I like that too. What do you think you did well? And not necessarily like what did you what didn't you do well? But right. like what what could you maybe have what would you have done differently if you could have? Or what sure. would you improve on? Or something like that. And sometimes you have to chime in. Maybe they're beating sure. themselves up and they forgot sure. the ninety five things they did That's well. Right. right. And you tell them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. When my son was a little younger, I would put an A on one hand and an E on the other for attitude and effort. And it was kind of our thing. If if I saw that he was dogging it, which didn't happen a lot, yeah. I would just kind of raise my hand up and it would be a reminder. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, oh, I yeah. love that. And then we'd add, I'd, the, the car ride home was simply, all right, let's talk about first half and second half. How would you rate your attitude one uh-huh. to ten and your effort one to ten and, and i want him to focus on those because they were controllable yeah and, and they weren't tied to outcome i like that so and much. so mm-hmm. you know dad you know i think my attitude was was an eight my effort was a nine and, and it, was he usually kind of he accurate? was and if he was yeah. off i'd be like yeah i don't know yeah. but you know yeah. I, I thought it was you know, remember this i thought it was more like a five okay. today right <laughs> and, and, and 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 oh yeah and yeah. you know and, and maybe i forgot some things That's and so right. maybe, maybe this maybe was somewhere in the middle but then we talk about okay what made it a seven what okay. did you do that made it a seven what would have made it a 10 mm. oh well you know i got really tired in, in the second half and maybe you know okay so when you get really tired what could you do i probably could have asked for a sub and then okay. i could have come out for a few minutes and then um i go back in and then i could have could have really finished out at a mm-hmm. 10 and again now you're helping them problem solve for the right. future i'm not giving them the solutions Right. It's just asking so the questions. And, and, and so, you know, that's for me, that's kind of that's what I, that's yeah. what worked for us. And I'm not saying that's going to work for everybody. No, but, but I but think that's a great point. place to start. I mean, I think those are tips that I think could work for 
most people. I mean, I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, sure. you're not, like you said, like we talked about, you're not being negative. You're not giving them the answer. You're talking it out. You're processing it yep. with them and letting them come up with things instead of like, you know, kind of you telling them, which sure. they're going to like not really listen sure. anyway. But if it's something that you talk out together and they've come up with some kind of solution and I do like, you know, going back to, you know, the praising very specifically yep. and you don't have to like go overboard or crazy, but just maybe give them a specific thing or two that sure. you really liked. And I like that you said tying it to something they could control, yep. like their attitude or their effort, not, you know, necessarily you got this many goals or they didn't get this many, goals, you know, right. things like that, because right. as we know, that can there are a lot of different factors involved yes. with any sport, you know, with doing, you know, getting those points, uh, so to speak. So I loved having you on. I feel like um, we could keep going on and on. I definitely want to have you come back. I think this is um, a great topic and something really important and great reminders, even for me as a as a, a mom whose kids, you know, are involved in different sports and stuff. You have gave me some good tips, you know, and just reminders for myself. <laughs> so thank you so, so much for being here. I really appreciate it. It was great. Tell us how um, the listeners can find you and find more about you. Uh, so you can go to my website. The The shortest way to get there is c4pp.org, or you can type out center4peakperformance.com, which is kind of long. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Sam underscore Maniar, M-A-N-I-A-R, or you can email me at smaniar at c4pp.org. Thank you so much. Thank was, you for having me. It was a pleasure me. to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Apparently Speaking. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future shows, or if you would like to be part of a parent panel, email me at podcast at northeastohioparent.com. Find us at northeastohioparent.com, the Northeast Ohio Parent Newsletter, Facebook and Instagram pages. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. This episode has been sponsored in part by Lawrence School, where great minds don't think alike. For the one in five children who have learning differences and attention deficits, Lawrence School is a transformative place that removes barriers to learning and unleashes their true potential. Discover more at lawrenceschool.org.